Alrighty, so if you, uh, if you haven't been around, or if you've been holidaying in the last couple of weeks or missed the last couple of Sundays, uh, I've been sharing in January about how we tend to be good at, as Christians in the Western church, we tend to be good at theory and conversation and conversing about theory uh, when it comes to aspects of following Jesus, but our struggle is more around things like practice, putting stuff really into practice and accountability, having close, vulnerable relationships where what we're putting into practice we can be honest about. Uh, so rather than uh, holding, as we would often do, uh, uh, s- uh, small group uh, sessions and some video content where we have some great theory and then have some conversation about it, uh, I wanted to do something... This, uh, things a little differently and uh, put some things into practice, talk about some practical things and encourage us to journey together with another person um, and be vulnerable, be honest about that. Um, theory and conversation uh, allow us to put on a brave face, right? We can talk about it and pretend we've got, it, got everything together. Um, but being transparent... Uh, it, it makes us feel vulnerable, yes, but it's the thing that actually leads to real change. So that's why you know, I thought, well, let's, do, let's do this a little differently in January this year. Um, I'm not going to labour that point too much more, but if you're keen to grow in Christ, if you're keen to live more content, to become a better husband or a better mother or a better friend, and you know that that's all connected to the branch vine connection, the, the your walk with Jesus, then... I want to encourage you to make this effort to be vulnerable with one or two other people, uh, to put into practice things and journey with someone else in that, um, these practices of abiding. For those who uh, missed the last couple of weeks, uh, two weeks ago I talked about um, being distracted and how a wandering mind in prayer can be a gift from God. Uh, because actually where our mind wanders to is where the treasures of our heart are. And so those are things we can then bring back to God and say, okay, this is a treasure, I need to lay it down before you. So sometimes your mind wandering off doesn't just mean you're a bad prayer. Allow that to draw you back um, back to honesty with the Father. Um, last week talked about um, how we need structure. A vine and the branches need the trellis to actually support the growing and the abiding. Uh, so... Maybe you've uh, tried to use a devotional this week or, or picked up Lectio 365, which was what we had a little go of last Sunday. Um, but we, we need that structure. Otherwise, we just sort of float off and, and sometimes don't get very far. What I want to share on something today, I'm actually really really excited about this one. I, I, um, I, don't, I don't know why. I just think this is a, a really important aspect of our, our walk with Jesus and our personal prayer, devotional life. It's something I've only ever mentioned in passing at sermon, in sermons at the Billabong, um, but I've come to realise how, how, how powerful this practice is and why it's helpful, more importantly. Let me, let me start this way. I don't, uh, anybody got a Bible on them? <laughs> I forgot to grab it, right? This is, this is my Bible, right? It's, 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 on, it's on my devices. Uh, it's all right, I don't need to, to hold one. Have you ever thought about the Bible 
this book, or if you like, uh, a collection of 66 books, uh, writings that cover a history of thousands of years, uh, different kinds of literature from, from poetry to personal letters. This is what the Bible is. Have you ever thought about how, how God for a few thousand years now has trusted that the written words of ordinary human beings would be sufficient to communicate to people his very heart and mind. That these written words, written by normal human beings, inspired by the Holy Spirit, of course, that these written texts texts communicate, and God trusts those written texts to be able to communicate to us what he, what he thinks of us, his love for us, his heart, his mind, his primary message. When we say that the Bible is his word, and I know we haven't done a Bible reading today because I want to talk more generally, not just about a specific thing, but when we say the Bible is his word, what we mean is that he has chosen to communicate with us through these pieces of literature, these words on a page. And it's not just uh, this sort of neutral information uh, that's void of emotion, and it's actually on the pages of the Bible is emotion and heart and, and love that he communicates through these writings. And maybe you've not thought about this, but it, it, it blows my mind that God trusts these words on a page, this form of communication, to be a sufficient and, and trustworthy medium to carry and communicate his heart and his mind. It's quite an astounding thought. Now, does God communicate in, in other ways? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but if you think about it, the most important things we need to know about God, about his heart, about what he did on the cross, creation, the pouring out of his spirit, all of this, these are not things that God decided needed to come through us through verbal communication or some other kind of communication. God decided, I want these written down in writing. I wonder, is that just because it's efficient? Is that just because, you know, God doesn't have time to come and communicate the gospel to every individual in some other way? I'm not sure that's the case. I think God has time. I don't think God's time bore going, oh, my goodness, I just better find a way to do this quickly. I think if there was a better way to communicate his very heart to us, the primary message and, 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 and yeah, message of his love, whether or not it was an efficient means, God would have used some other means if there was a better one. God's not time poor and going, oh, this is the best I've got. I wonder if God knew that written words can communicate one's heart to another in a way that verbal communication and other kinds of communication simply can't. There's something about the written word. There's something about writing. Even if those words are penned by a fallible human being, that even still there's something incredibly special and powerful and um, something that's... That, that written communication can do. Have you ever thought about this? I, I know, you know, I used to think 
at times, uh, I, I used to think, would God really write a book for stuff this important? You know, is, is that the best option God had to write a book? Uh, because I didn't understand at that point in my life the power of written words and what they were able to do, what you're able to communicate in writing. God wanted, I think, God wanted his heart, his message, his love captured in this kind of medium. So think about that for a second. It's not sort of some second option, some chance thing that God chose to communicate through the Bible. This was his intent. So now think about your prayer life, right? your communication with God. Now, there's, uh, no matter how rich or sporadic or consistent or inconsistent your prayer life is, maybe you're doing really well in that area, maybe you sort of just it just you just forgot this way. Maybe oh, that's not about judging or going. Well, you know, how are you going with that at the moment? Wherever you are at, chances are, however sporadic it is, it likely involves a few things, a few kinds of communication when you talk to God. Silent prayers, so sort of like verbal communication, but in your head. I don't know what the word is for that, like thought prayer or you know, um, neuroverbal. I'm not sure. Um, right. <laughs> I'm making up words. So that, that kind of communication, uh, maybe actual verbal communication, maybe you pray out loud. I remember hearing one person say that they loved when uh, like um, wireless like Bluetooth headphones were created or even ones on a, on a cable like for a phone because they could walk through shopping centres and airports and things talking away to God out loud and people wouldn't think they were crazy because they thought they are talking to someone on the phone. Um, so maybe you like to talk out loud to God, actual verbal communication. Maybe you uh, pray out pray out loud. Uh, hopefully some of your communicating to God is nonverbal in, in the sense that you, you might just know that God is close and you are just being still in his presence. Uh, maybe there's a smile, a quick look up to heaven for something you're grateful for. Maybe another communication, a form of communication in you communicating to God is, is singing to God. You just love to sing to God, dance. Uh, body posture is another one, another form of nonverbal communication. Positioning yourself either in repentance or praise or come on God or whatever it might be. Lots of different forms, right? There's lots of different forms of communication with each other and when we communicate with God. So let me ask you this. Do you communicate to God with your pen? Would it not stand to reason that if God considers written words to be a means of communication worthy of his most important message and messages, the primary communication of his heart, his mind, his love, his purpose for us is through these written literatures, would it not stand to reason that he also wants us to write to him? as we communicate with him, as we abide. How many of you journal? Yeah, at least a few. Um, and there's lots of different ways of journaling. I, when it came to prayer journaling, or journaling in, in my, my time with God, I, I always thought that journaling was a spiritual discipline that people recommended because if you wrote stuff down, 
then you could go back to it later and be encouraged. Right? So I'm praying away. And, you know, right, and maybe it's like you're praying for something and then later you can go back see an answer for prayer. First of all, when I did it, I never went back because I, I don't know, either too lazy, I couldn't be bothered or, or something. And, and to be honest, that motivation for journaling, that if I write it down, then I'll be able to kind of go back and look, it, it just didn't, it didn't encourage me. It wasn't a big motivation for me to want to journal. I don't know, maybe it has been for you and that's great. But for me, it just didn't motivate me to, to want to become a journaler. What I'd never had anyone tell me was that the main point of journaling is not record keeping. It's not to be able to capture the prayers in a form that they, they sort of drift off and we've forgotten them. It's expressing your heart to God in a way that other modes of communication can't. Because God's given us a range of kinds of communication, modes of communication. Verbal, nonverbal, and written is a very important one. Honestly, I, I think I began journaling because I got an iPad and a knockoff Apple Pencil. So I had a way of handwriting that didn't mean I had books and pieces of paper floating around all the time or that I had to carry with me all the time in my backpack. And so I thought, oh, I can give it a try now. What I quickly discovered, though, is that I now had a way to communicate with God that I never had before. And that began to affect my prayer life because I was able to talk to God in a way I... I hadn't taken up before. I was expressing things to God that I'd never expressed before simply because this mode of communication unlocked something. The only analogy I can think of is someone who's gotten to know a pen pal over many years, right? So the way you've communicated with that pen pal is obviously through letters and then one day you arrange to meet that pen pal and a whole different way of communicating is opened up. Now it's no longer just through the pen, just through the letters. It's also face-to-face, verbal, non-verbal, etc. It's just in reverse. When we learn to write to God in journaling, uh, a mode of communication that's different is unlocked. And I think there's something very powerful in it. So, journaling. This is what I want to encourage us to practice this morning. For those who aren't aware, each Sunday I've been speaking for about half the time I usually do and then um, giving some time for us to put into practice some, um, some way of connecting with God. One was going for a walk and letting our mind wander. Last week it was doing a structured devotional session. Today I want to encourage you to pick up the pencil pick or pen uh, and piece of paper. Um, if you have your journal with you uh, or some device that you would usually journal on, of, of course, feel, feel free to use that. We haven't put a heap of tables out, so I'm presuming, you know, hopefully most of you will be comfortable just, uh, you, know, um, you know, using using your lap or something. But if you do need to uh, have a flat surface, please, um, please pop over to one of the tables so you can use that, and I'll put more out if needed. Um, but we've got some time to just allow you to write to God. It might be just how you're feeling today. It might be something you've been praying about for a while. Um, uh, It might be, I don't know what to write, God, so I'm just going to start writing and see where that goes and let your mind wander. 
Um, but that's my encouragement to you this morning. There is something different and unique in journaling, writing out prayers to God. So uh, I'm going to pray and then allow us space about 15 minutes. We're not pressed for time today um, for us to spend some time with the Lord. Father, I thank you for the modes of communication that you have uh, given us to be able to communicate with you. Lord, some of us are restricted in not being able to use some of those, but thank you that you, uh, you're a creative God. There's not just one way of communicating with you. And so uh, if we're able this morning, Lord, we pray that this opportunity to just pick up the pen and write in the same way that you have written so lovingly through people, through others, through the writers of the Bible, the same way that you've written to us, that we have been blessed by that, our lives have been changed by that. Lord, may we uh, find the way to express our heart through the pen this morning. We thank you for this space that we have. Lord, may it be a holy space, holy ground, to be able to connect with you and abide in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Alrighty. Well, maybe you found that really enjoyable. Maybe you found it weird. Maybe you found it sort of like nothing much happened. Um, one of the one of the lines I I love in this well, all songs, but this song that we're about to sing is um, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. Um, trust that whenever we pray. Whenever we, and I hope you'll take up the, the practice of journaling and writing out prayers to God. Um, whenever, we're, whenever we're communicating with God, He's at work. <laughs> stuff's happening. Doesn't feel like it a lot of the time, um, but He's doing stuff. <laughs>